Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. All right. You're very welcome along to episode 16. I checked it up and I loaded two episodes today. <laughs> So there was a double drop. Double dropping used to mean something else in our lives, but uh, now we're old men. <laughs> a single drop. A single drop these days would be great. How are you, Adrian? I still daddy? think um, Nathan, Daddy. I I had assumed that actually the podcast were been uploaded every week. Oh yeah. And people had just lost interest in them. Mm. But it turned out that uh, they just hadn't been uploaded. Putting the podcast in your not so capable hands was maybe not the smartest. Well, idea. there you go. I mean, I'm not taking. I heard, I hear somebody volunteering no, themselves. Most definitely not. Yeah. Some think Paddy Daddy would have been a better name. Now that I hear Give it up. the intro. Tumbleweed there for everybody. Same. Yeah. Do you need to explain <laughs> it? Look at JP's face. Do you need to explain it? Do you need to explain that one? Well, you're saying that we're paddies because we're from Ireland mm. and we're daddies. It works for me on every count, Nathan, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. if people want to get in touch and say... Yeah, you're not, would actually, you not be insulted if somebody called you a paddy? You're supposed not to make... Not in the slightest. Oh. You're supposed Why would you be insulted? dad jokes ironically as a dad to like at least have the veneer of, but I you're just making them... I think that's in that category. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a swathe of listeners who are sort of in agreement with the idea that we should change the name of the pod. So I don't think Particularly those du- Dungeons and Dragons wankers. Is that what it's called? I don't think that... Um, who are the Dungeons Dragons and, and Dungeons? Dragons you know, they're a competition for the dad cast. They've also got dad cast. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's you remember that? Like it's, D-A-D you've got cast. Nappy, nappy. Yes. We had this exact uh, yeah. conversation about 10 episodes ago. Yes, 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 yes. So we've had some, we've had some uh, email correspondence and we've had some uh, tweets to us. You can get us on the hashtag... Dadcast, or of course you can always email dadcast at offtheball.com. So, uh, the first one is um, from Joe H. A dub who says, uh, Fellow dads, your sharing of the literal sack of shit story made me laugh while listening to it a few weeks back. If the topic of nappies slash shit slash ridiculous things you're forced to do for your kids slash embarrassing anecdotes comes up again, I thought you might get a chuckle out of this one. I shared this story on Insta last summer and for my poorly followed private Insta account standards, it got a great reaction. So I'll set the scene by recreating the story. It's a simple story, really. Imagine one is the following. A glorious summer's day on a pier in South Kerry, the sun in the sky, the broad Atlantic like a pond. My then two-year-old frolicking in the water, carefree and butt-naked as the day he came into our lives. So I popped up this picture with the words, so idyllic, alongside. And I'm not going to show you the picture, he asked me not to, but it's a picture of a two-year-old having the crack in uh, the Atlantic and there's not a wave in sight in the broadest of broad hot summer, right? It was like one of those amazing days that we got where everybody, those of us who were working were like, fuck my life. Without wanting to take this down a different turn. Let me finish the story first, will I? It's hard to think what what route this story's going. No, I'm I'm just concerned about the fact that somebody is sending you to your work email a picture of their naked child. Yeah, that's It's okay, it's okay. Uh, that is a dad cast at offtheball.com so it's it's also your work email (laughs) so far so good good. in my hopeless daddy innocence I thought there was nothing wrong with the scene what followed wasn't pretty and then it's uh, screen grab with the um, next part of his insta story so idyllic yeah until you turn around to see a German shepherd who's obviously taking a massive shit beside your two year old son oh no (laughs) then you realise the culprit is your son oh Oh, you did the only thing a responsible parent should do you throw it off the pier into the water then to your horror you realise it floats so you try to hide it with seaweed and fail so you have to pick it up for what seems like the tenth time and put it in his old nappy so idyllic so there you go thanks Joe H for that 
Could you not have just pretended that it was no, the dog? Underneath. Yeah. No. Have you never been? Have you never been swimming and there's a floater and you're like, I ain't getting in that water again. Take well, unless the, you've done it yourself. Take the floater yes. out. Um, that's not that bad. Like, if it sea, was though. a dog, if it was dog shit, it would have been far worse. And it's the sea. Yeah, you've got to take the poo out. Where was it? The, the sea. sea. Yeah. Why? A deserted. Did he not say the whole part of the idol here was that you was, shit in the sea and you let it float? What kind of scumbags are you people? But this was like I certainly don't shit in the sea. What? But if my child shat in the sea, I would take I it would out. Most certainly I would leave it there. Oh God! I would definitely leave it there. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone else is going to swim into it. There will be <laughs> shit. You're in, in, in the in great wide was there, ocean. Was no, but did he not say there was nobody else around? Yeah, not forever, Adrian. If the, tre- the if the tree it falls did in the forest, shit on the pier or in the ocean. I would be leaving that shit in the water. I mean, there's, to be honest, Nathan, there's a case for leaving the shit on the pier and just getting out of there. But <laughs> I'm definitely not going after it twice. If I've made the effort to put it in the sea, it's fucking staying there. Scumbags. <laughs> Scumbags. We were on our honeymoon and uh, it was like um, Santa Teresa de Galora. We just got off the ferry um, to Sardinia and found this amazing <laughs> little, um, tiny little beach. It was quite busy, but the water was that colour of blue, the coral that you, I've never seen anywhere that I've been before. I've never been able to go somewhere where the water looks like, the water looks like that. And you get into the water and we're swimming around and this giant turd floats past and I'm like, (laughs) 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 we're on our honeymoon. Everything is perfect. It's like absolutely perfect. And after that, I was like, we're getting out of here. So we we moved on to the next place. We were going to say like something floating around just up a couple of meters (laughs) with a bit of a guilty look. I I wasn't going around sniffing arses. But, but I mean, the other other point about that is, obviously when you're in, um, when you're, uh, when you're in the swimming pool, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! When you're in the swimming pool and everyone's like pissing and shitting in there and just getting about their business, and you just have to shut your mind to the idea that any of that actually happens. That's all chlorinated, though. The chlorine poisons oh, yeah, everything. But there's some kid beside you who's pissing in the pool. You're got. There's a, it's, I don't mind. You know. Piss, I don't mind. You spit it out. It's fine, right? Oh. But the the floating turds as you like come up for <laughs> breath. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. so, so tidy the turd up after you. We should do a poll, right, from the dragcast. You can organise it. Um, shit, to shit or not to shit? To clean up the shit or to leave the shit there? Leave it there. I was just, uh, this morning I was um, changing, I was <laughs> dressing my daughter and I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I'm fairly sure I've gone a month without changing a dirty nappy. You're joking. I don't know how. Well, you didn't admit that to your wife, obviously. No, certainly. Absolutely. And whoever is live-tweeting this show, do not put this up, because I'm fairly sure I can get away with things unless it's live-tweeted. <laughs> okay. But I, put it's that not up. that I haven't changed her nappy. I change her nappy all yeah, the time. Somehow, the world has worked in my favour, I had, and I, I haven't had to change a dirty nappy. I had the exact same experience yesterday, and it was one up her back, and I had the exact same thing. I don't know, it was quite a month, but in the middle of it, I was like, God, yeah, just the darn realisation, this has been a while. And, uh, and I was okay with that. They're fine, though. Like we were saying before, shitty nappies. You get into it. I mean, <laughs> you get on with it. Freud slips again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Scott Daddy. I've got a better name for it. Right. Uh, Rory Brawl. Am I supposed to name his name? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Or, or Brawl. Or B says, hello, Dadcast. Good luck trying to get Rory that edited B. out. <laughs> well, hello, Dadcast. I'm emailing in to vent fury on behalf of my wife, five-month-old, and myself. On Sunday, we were freezing cold, wet, and my daughter was kicking off. We'd just finished her first swimming session. All went well up until the following point. 
We were queuing outside the family changing rooms and it was obvious we were waiting with an angry baby as, a baby as we were soothing her and saying, it's okay, baby, it won't be long until one of these family changing rooms becomes free. Then moments later, a pregnant couple emerged from one of them. She couldn't have been more than five, six months in. I thought, oh, there must be a child in there too, about to follow them out. No! These morons were depriving actual families from using the space to clothe and dry their real children. Anyway, fury vented. Love the show. Can't wait to how, hear how Adrian's wife served cold revenge after he threw her under the bus with a snoring remark. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, Rory Brahal, just in case we've missed that from the start of that, I don't know what you're talking about. Cold My revenge. wife is an angel. Um, <laughs> cold revenge is still being served. I think we've established this. There's a, there's, a, there's a decent level of honesty on this podcast, but what happened uh, when Adrian's wife found out about that uh, is still something of a mystery, but... Your I hush tones every time like, you talk about it. It's in the I, I've never seen you times. look quite as shook. My wife had her pregnancy snoring was just very normal snoring, actually, as it turns out. <laughs> she's still snoring. She's, uh, no, no, no. That's not my point at all. You've misrepresented. No, what I'm saying is I totally exaggerated that situation. Oh. And, um, <laughs> for comic effect. For comic okay. effect. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Silly of that, you, wasn't it? It was daft, really. So, um, what do you think? Is, is like a pregnant baby mama allowed to use the family changing services? For me, uh, I think she's bent the rules there, but fuck it, good on you. I think, fair play. Like, it's not as if... I understand this point, and I can also understand if I was in that queue for whatever length of time he was in it, I'd be pretty pissed too. But actually, when you think about it, like... She deserves, she's six months pregnant or whatever, it's fair enough, do what you want. Yeah, it, it would make a great incident if McIntyre was in that situation, he started chasing the heavily pregnant <laughs> lady around the place. Uh, get back in there, I, I think that's not the point though, like, just heavily pregnant women get to bend the rules if they want. Yeah. And heavily like, pregnant in five, six months is different. Ah, six months, if it's six months... Well, he's, he's like, okay. he doesn't know. Yeah, he I mean, has he, a clue, he, so. he, Exactly, you can't tell, there's like so a bump. I'm she's operating bump. at the basis of that, she's decently well pregnant and... Uh, Mm. Well, I would encourage people to, uh, they can tweet us at dadcastpod. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are um, terrible situations where people are parking in the parent and child spot. <laughs> they, they can send us them fine as examples. I wouldn't mm. take photos of the pregnant woman emerging from I wouldn't the, do that, no. What do you think, though? Don't take pictures. What do I think? In, out. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously what uh, got her in that position in the first place, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh we t- next time we take a week off, we'll just do a best of Adrian's terrible dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say I would never take on a pregnant woman in any situation about anything. <laughs> Fair point. You wouldn't, you're not going <laughs> to take her on, but are you think that she shouldn't do it? Or it's fine. I kind of feel like, you know, she's nearly there. I think she could do what she wants. Is my, uh, yeah, it's I, it's kind of, it's, I would it's, kind of agree. It's, not a, it's definitely not a red card offense. It might be like, a, ah, you shouldn't do that. Come on. Especially when, there's a, when there is an actual five-month-old who's freezing and you've got nowhere to go. There aren't enough, there aren't enough uh, family changing rooms. It's no. almost like the families don't exist. I missed what we, where, where the location. What were we talking about? Was it Swimming a, pool. Swimming pool. Well, listen, they're not going to be freezing cold then. I mean, it's not like you're out in the 40-foot oh, yeah. sort of... Oh, what are you talking uh, about? Oh, you go... Your nads off. You are! Into a family, they, they pump cold air into a lot of the changing rooms to get you out of there quick. Right. Yeah. Sounds a bit daft. Yeah. Maybe that's where... Rory, was that who, who sent it? They need Rory to B. turn their uh, ire elsewhere. Or uh, go on. No. <laughs> he was right. making the Simpsons joke. It was. What was the Simpsons joke? Or Brod? Wasn't it Brodig? Oh, or okay, Brodig? Yeah. Anyway, um, 
A load of tweets to get to before I get to the, the best correspondence of the week. Um, Derek Larkin says, currently trying to measure my 15-month-old feet. When I'm finished, I'm going to do something much easier to relax, like figure out a good solution for Brexit. Uh, they measure your 15-year-old months, 15 months old in the shop. Yeah, what the hell is he doing like, at home for? You don't need go, to do go it. Go to Clark's, give them the eye that you're going to buy them, and then say, I'll come back tomorrow. I and then go with pennies. With my wife and... Yeah. yeah. Um, the trouble is that you go in there and they're so nice to you. And one of you breaks and you go, let's just buy them here. Come on, it's, it's late. The others are screaming, come on. But they're like three times more expensive. I know, but come on, it's just like, let's go. But they're very good for their feet. They go through shoes later in, not to that age as well, don't they? And we bring our lad in to get them measured and he hates it. And he, it's like, it's, it's the, every time he gets his hair cut, which is maybe three or four times now, he's two, he wails, so I had this experience just on Saturday, Brought him in to get the hair cut, and the poor barber, when he, he's only cut, she has only cut this guy's hair three times, and every time she's coming in, she remembers the previous time, and I feel sorry for her because no amount of money. It's 11. Where are you getting the cut? In, in a Nace. shop called Nippers. Okay, it's a specialised children's well, hair cutting. I think everybody goes in there actually, as it turns out. How much? 11 quid. Oh, yeah. Um, now, to be fair, do they, they have a Peppa Pig seat or something? Yeah. They have, so, do, do you want to go into the. I've taken a few different tacks to try and calm him down because I know that he goes absolutely batshit crazy. Why don't you just let him There's grow his hair? Both. He's only two. I uh, know, it looks like a shambles. And you see, the difficulty is, right, that because the barber can't really cut it properly because he's gone so crazy. It looks worse. Well, then when it grows out, it's like Frankenstein's monster. Huh. Um, but yeah, I brought him in. So, this time I took the. I, previously. I sort of left him there, got him prepared, and then put him in the seat, gave him uh, YouTube to look at, and, you know, a soother and sweets and stuff. But then, and then, actually, then I thought the last time, maybe that was too late, I'd give it to him beforehand. So I'd get him nicely settled down, put the dinosaurs on YouTube, give him a little packet of biscuits, make him nice and comfortable beforehand so he's in a good space going in there. That didn't work either. Uh, and it's a pretty horrific experience. Like, the entire barbershop was... You go somewhere else? Uh, there's nowhere to go. It's not, not, it's not, not her fault. Person. All right. No, they're doing a tremendous job. I've named them. I think he's taking so. the piss. I don't want to. No, uh, he's, he's got all the stuff. Yeah, yeah there's he, no performance he, related. No, no. Bonus. But you know, the, you know the way that he. You know the way you know when your child is just sort of faking a bit of madness. It isn't that. It's like he's going batshit crazy. He's, he's like just sweating and. Like my like, my eldest was the same. Bloody awkward with everything. Haircuts. Yeah. First ten times. Anybody moaning been, and crying. Anybody and, been to the dentist? No. Uh, y- yes, but. Uh, he, he lost the tooth. It was emergency stuff. It was emergency emergency surgery. Need to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. We can tell that story if you want. Yeah, my uh, actually my eldest lad's getting knocked out next week. I, I told him that he just has to blow. I told you this. Mm. He's to get his ears unblocked. Uh, I was like, you just have to blow up a balloon. Actually, maybe that's why he's been awake the last few nights having nightmares. I'm wondering is he freaked out about it? All right. Some deep psychological yeah. issue about. Was there ever any thought given to not telling him? Well, he was there when she said, oh. yeah, we'll uh, knock him out and we'll get rid of that. So it just wax? Yeah, but it's deep-rooted wax, it seems. Right. So it hasn't moved for years. We just thought he was ignoring us, but uh, it turns out he was <laughs> slightly deaf the whole time. Okay. <laughs> well, when he gets it out, you'll realise he is. Really well, this, is this will be uh, yeah, what we'll discover. Yeah. Um, there's a, in one of the WhatsApp groups... Um, I don't want to be stealing content from another place, which uh, may talk about this story again, but um, there were a couple of people who had similar stories about an experience at a dentist, uh, and uh, 
<laughs> the child would be crying and the dentist would go, basically, shut up. And then the parent would try and calm them. Mm. And then the parent would be told to shut up. Wow. <laughs> wow. One of them was like forcibly held down by the dentist. And you're like, why are you treating children if you're like, actually, what are you doing? Wow. So uh, I'm not going to reveal any more details on that, I'm sure. Is this our rival dad cat? That Paddy Daddy. I, as I said. Yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's on the Paddy Daddy podcast. There's um, a rival Dadcast podcast, is there? Derek Larkin says, uh, the 15-year-old feet, we did that one. Uh, we were talking about, obviously, um, a couple, age 28, she doesn't want to have kids, he doesn't want to oh, have yeah. kids, what are they going to do? Did you canvas opinion? No, forgot about it, actually. <laughs> the opinion at home You rushed was, out of the studio the last day. No, the opinion at home was a out. Get out of it. Yeah. Move on. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. God, that's... Jenny Nimuelon is, is of the similar opinion on Twitter. Hi, Jenny. This is why this discussion needs to be had as soon as a relationship looks like getting serious or if you're planning a long-term commitment. It's a fairly basic aspect of your lives that you need to be agreed on. Granted, people do change their minds, and if that happens, I guess you just need to decide which matters more, your relationship or having a child. But then does the same apply, let's say they were 20, and she said, I don't want to have kids, and he said, well, I'll probably do at some point. Does the same rules apply? I don't think so. They don't have given it some time. They're not 20. Exactly. Well, they're not. They're 26, 27, tick, 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 28. 28 That's nothing. Uh, slightly different. Another 10 years to... What, what happened with your childminding dilemma? People are, I'm sure are wondering why I went the home. last podcast ended. He's like, I went home, of course I didn't. Half day on Friday. Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went home. It's just that, uh, I, it, but it is completely down to your ability to say... I mean, when Adrian was the boss, that would never have happened. What do you mean? Disaster. He would have been holding the grudge oh. for six months. You're going well, where? What? Yeah. Sick child. Yeah, I have no children. This doesn't oh. matter. Uh, well, there was certainly a time Where's in my life. Today? Oh, he's working from home. Discussed before where you were lads shiting. Well, I, no, fair enough. <laughs> 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 I was unsympathetic towards the ways of the poor. Now you're like, oh, it takes three weeks. No, Not so much the poor, the poor <laughs> old lad. The, uh, I the took poor, three weeks. <laughs> the poor middle-aged lad. Yeah. Uh, John Pigeon says um, start acting really irresponsibly in all aspects of your life even more than you already do clearly she'll see you're an idiot and not ready for a child no actual real advice will be forthcoming for such serious issues hashtag dadcast so John entering to uh, the spirit of the dadcast <laughs> and then there was another conversation about it which um, basically was something very similar to what Nathan had said about his wife and uh, whether or not she wants another baby and how basically she just has to get him drunk uh, <laughs> Pete Clavy says a female friend said to me recently men think they have a decision about having another baby they don't if she wants one she'll get one to which um, Aiden his mate went is that your excuse and he went I agree wholeheartedly with her view put it that way yeah. so obviously somebody who had been uh, jumped on the couch while he was drunk and found himself swaddling a newborn 10 months later <laughs> uh, nothing has been said since so I'm assuming that uh, she's forgotten about it <laughs> I, I mean I would think that a new form of contraception <laughs> assuming your wife forgets yeah. <laughs> wanting a baby yeah yeah I wouldn't assume that at all <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, I did have a flashback to looking for pregnancy test kits and remembering having to go in and ask for them behind the counter mm. now it's grand when you're like our age but like what if you're 19 or 20 Excuse me, could I have that thing down there, please? Which one do you want? The one with the blue stripe or the one without? The one with the, or with the, one with the electronic thing or not? The one with the electronic one is much more accurate to the whole pharmacy. You're like, like what? Yeah. I remember going into, when we sort of <clears throat> figured out the first time that we may have been pregnant or whatever, and um, yeah, not being a 19-year-old, but definitely it was sort of late one evening where we decided we were going to hop into the car and go and try and find a 24-hour uh, pharmacy and going around and finding one eventually and then going in and... Like, the enormity of that, for me, at that time. Yeah. And sort of going in, taking it off the shelf, this entire process, and going up to the counter, 
and like in my head, everybody's watching. Everybody's watching, and everybody understands the enormity of this purchase. Whereas actually, they're probably just like, yeah, be yeah. twelve quid. Well, it's like buying Johnny's when you're, you know, twelve, whatever. Uh, and then going home and uh, <laughs> blowing them up. Oh, what a That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> like twelve, who are you kidding? <laughs> um, but bringing the pregnancy test back, uh, back home and getting it done and looking at the result and going, holy fuck! Like that's, I don't know if you guys remember that moment, but it was like a, gee, and I, apart from anything else. Oh God, it works. <laughs> the the cater your apparatus. <laughs> what? You cater were your apparatus. Yeah. No, my stuff works. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was another no, thing for you, you know. That was definitely a. All oh, right, it works great. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we. Well, I'd already remember got the test. Yeah. So I knew I was. Oh, well, I was, you were in wanking in the pod for <laughs> six months previously. Yeah. What was the euphemism we had previously? The the beaker. It was a yeah, shake of the beaker. beaker or something. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, I don't know, we, we were pretty paranoid that, um, I don't know, it felt like we were old, but we were, whatever, 7, 41, 34, not that old, but it felt mm. like we were old, so we were just very cautious the whole way through. Um, we'd known a bunch of our friends had been through miscarriages around that time, so we were like, oh look, you know, let's yeah. not get too worked up here. Um, which isn't actually the right thing to do, you should just get worked up yeah. and then if you have a miscarriage, you have a miscarriage, like, mm. but you don't get the full, like. Oh, it's good, I mean, yeah, we definitely got worked up, yeah. Yeah, I used... Because I remember, I think my wife used to end up buying a pregnancy test like every month for about six months. Because when you were in and out of the other centre. a sense of uh, dread almost though. Yeah. Yeah. Please let this be it. And then the time she finally got pregnant, I was out playing golf, I remember, of a uh, Friday. She texted me. (laughs) (laughs) Happened all the time. And it was somewhere somewhere down near Athlone actually I was playing golf. And she texted me like, when are you back home? I'm like, Friday, I'm off work. What? Stop badgering. I'll be home in a while. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in, okay, hurry back home. And I'm thinking, something's wrong here. Yeah, give me the good news. Don't the like, good news by text. So eventually I uh, just did, you know, had to obviously bite teeth after the golf. <laughs> <laughs> a, couple of, a couple of pints. <laughs> we are back in a reasonable hour. Nine o'clock. <laughs> She's sitting there for like six hours With the waiting little, to tell me the news. Stick, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> the... Hurry home, and you're like, oh, maybe something's wrong. Anyway, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the gobs. Is that not like... Oh, ah, uh, you, get, you forget. <laughs> you, you get, he gets forgiven at one time. Um, As a recent new parent, these podcasts are absolute gold, says Shane. Very relatable, thoroughly enjoyable, with genuine laugh-out-loud moments. Look forward to the next episode. Sorry about that taking three weeks, uh, Shane. I realise that momentum is important in your podcast listening habits. But thumbs up to you, too. And then um, this one from Dave Shortland was a, a response to Dave asking about what people missed... And he says, Daddy day drinks. Myself and my dad buddies go day drinking on a Sunday afternoon, which culminates in a burger from Son of a Bun, then back home by seven to get the kids to bed and smooth over the wife for going on the pints. Bliss for a dad in 2019. I should say it's an every three or four months outing. Mm. Does smooth over the wife mean, you know... (laughs) (laughs) Is that that like also also a euphemism, Dave? I I presume you mean be kind. (laughs) Wow. Well, actually, that's one of the best things about being a dad, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Okay, okay, quick, 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 go on. Our quick. afternoon pints that you, coming home at a reasonable hour. So I never when I was like pints. 25, I'm like, I rarely, it's a once in six month thing. But it's probably actually if you're away at something or something that you get. But going for pints at like three in the afternoon and coming home at mm. eight or nine o'clock and you're like, yes. 
I have a craving for I. It's not I like it's been. I'd say even pre uh, before being a dad, it been years before I was into the all afternoon pints. But the last few months, particularly, I've just been craving getting pissed in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm oh, craving it. Well, surely there's like a dad cast recording somewhere in some pub that we could oh, do absolutely on the afternoon that would I be like. Would and I don't think our wives that. understand it because we had our daughter's christening <laughs> last Sunday, and uh, so I'd ha- I had like this is just to get her into the school, right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we also believe in something that's... Not, she wasn't a virgin now, but uh, Mary, we're talking about here, by the way. Isn't that the whole difference between... Is that not the difference between Catholicism and Protestantism? Oh, no, it's the presence of uh, the body and blood is real. It's actually the flesh but and blood did, of Christ. Did Protestants not believe that Mary was not rightly, virgin? Rightly so. It's very... They believe a lot of things. No. I don't... haven't done a deep dive into it. Well. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> finish that sentence please into the religion come on <laughs> give it up into uh, the, uh, yeah actually I ended up having to do a reading in front of the entire church and it was because somebody involved in the christening has to do a reading so obviously my wife's like well you'll do it I was like well I'm not the bloody protestant here so maybe you should step up and it was the most confusing <laughs> When I read it on the Saturday night, I was like, I am going to piss myself. It was all about it. it was all about the member. <laughs> it was all about and how, so it, was, it, it was bloody confusing to read. It was about how oh, the eye is no good without the foot and the hand is no good without the head and the worst member is treated as well as your best member. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my... I'm like, I cannot raise my head. I cannot... <laughs> And it, as I was reading it up there, though, then actually on the day, I, I kept thinking, of, I was like, someone's going to snigger during it because it's so funny, and then I'm going to start sniggering. But as I was reading it, I was like, actually, we're in a church and nobody's going to snigger at this. Oh, it's a very will. serious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, but anyways, I'd like three pints. We were walking home at four o'clock. I'm like, I just like three more pints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, seven o'clock. Yeah. No. No, I went home to mind my children. Didn't happen. Fair enough. Right, here we go. Fell asleep on the couch. Uh, is this supposed to That's be? Is this supposed to be anonymous or not? Uh, ah, from our Okay, so it's it is it's uh, it's signed neutered Nordy. Oof. Should I read it in the Belfast accent? Probably shouldn't. I mean, yeah. Well, lads, keep up the good work on the podcast. <clears throat> Hugely relatable stories. Dave's stories most relatable as I have two boys, five and three, that recreate the McGregor Khabib fight every bloody evening. However, I have another one on the way in a few weeks that will fuck things up good and proper, but. It will be the last, as I got the snip in December, and wanted to share the details and experience. So, got the appointment, <clears throat> landed in the hospital, and seen one of the lads from the same town who my youngest shares a play school class with. After a mildly awkward five minutes, we were ushered into the ward and told to wait all grand. This was Monday after United's gutless display against Liverpool. And this dickhead of a ward nurse, male, walks over, pulls the curtain, and by then I just knew he was a Liverpool supporter. Permanent stupid half-grin etched on his face. Proceeds to shave my balls and regale me about how Liverpool are class and United were shit. Wanker. So the doctor comes in to get me signed papers and make sure that I wanted to proceed and how he does the vasectomy. Well, you've already had your balls shaved. Would you not shave your balls at home? What? Seriously. Let me finish, let me finish. And how, the, how he does the vasectomy. They take out a three to five centimetre section of the vas and tie the tubes. And that if I change my mind, it's £15,000 private to reverse it. What? With only a 30% chance of success. I grab that pen and sign the fuck out of the form. <laughs> <laughs> so the other lad is taken first and is back 20 minutes in. Walks in, no bother, I'm up next. 
walk into the theatre and get up on the table. It was a bit of chit-chat whilst they put up the screens and soaked me with iodine. I was told I would feel a similar pain to a dentist injection in my balls when they were putting in the local anaesthetic and then proceeded. <laughs> you feel them working away, but no pain at the start. So I said, more anaesthetic, please, when I started to feel sharp pain, etc. In the meantime, this overprotective nurse felt like holding my hand, chatting about the kids and in general invading my personal space, but could have been worse. She was a ride and smelled nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that is inappropriate. So, so one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so, I, I don't ask the obvious question here. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Did he have an erection? Is that what you're? Yes. <laughs> okay, I didn't know what the obvious question was. But anyway, <laughs> turns out I did. So, uh, I presume not. I presume it's been oh, anesthetized to the point where it's. it's well, you probably get one, and they just wouldn't know about it if you were anesthetized. You c- I'm sure you're. Pulse at your urge, your urge. At the same time, maybe there's so much going on down there, it's otherwise distracted. Or uh, <laughs> it's got its ions on it, something else. Please, why am I being chopped apart? <laughs> one member cannot survive. Anyway, so one vase down, one to go. The painful one let a roar out of me again and more anesthetic. All I could think of is the Braveheart execution scene as I started to feel sharp pain and tugging of internal things and was told not to worry as one side's more painful than the other. Feeling like uh, Mel Gibson. In half an hour now, in half an hour now, and this thing should be over, but it's not. And the German doctor is now chatting about the fucking apprentice and the BBC. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and hurry up. So after another few minutes, they told me it was all over and they're finishing up then. I felt a cutting sensation and spontaneously near jumped off the table and got the impression that this was the first time someone did this. <sighs> Show over, neutered. They give you a jockstrap and a few painkillers, etc., and you walk out and drive home. It felt like a mild kick to the balls for two days and then grand. Other than a slight bruising of the ball bag, Everything back to normal in a week. All I have to do is set up a time for a sample to be taken and wait for the results. Do it, Dave! Thanks, well, neutered Nordy. So exactly how was the there. last line of that, do it, Dave? The last line of that for me should be... Don't do it. Oh, Christ. That sounds... So, I, where is the incision made? Your ball sack. No. No. <laughs> Don't know why we all look to JP for an answer. <laughs> We're looking at the ball sack. Must be. I would have well, thought the ball sack. Well, everybody's paying attention now, but no one knows. <laughs> the bottom of the ball sack. I mean, who, we're no, we, we are clearly no medical experts. Okay, well, we'll have to get a picture the next time. I'm going to say you've video. Mickey. I, I emailed them back at the bottom of it. So, yeah, no, just, uh, I don't know. I emailed them back and said, is it all working? And he went, yeah, thumbs up, everything's working fine. Just has to get the sample taken. Oh, Christ. So, Right. Uh, Will I Google that? Yeah, sorry. All equipment is in normal working order after the initial two-day hurty phase, but have to wait another six to eight weeks to give a sample and wait for the results. So, uh, good man for that, neutered Nordy. I think um, I think that will convince Dave to uh, get off the pot. Ugh. I think it'll do Too much actually. chit-chat going on there during that operation. Yeah, but you get to hold hands with... Uh, the traditional incision approach of vasectomy involves numbing of the scrotum with local anaesthetic, although some men's physiology may make access to the vas deferens more difficult, in which case general uh, anesthesia may Whoa. be recommended. <laughs> After which a scalpel is used to make two small incisions. Oh, hang on a second. Go on. One on each side of the... Vas deferens. I have to click in, click in here now. Where is this going? Click in for the good stuff. <laughs> Not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Bear with me here. <laughs> Medium size. <laughs> right, come on, we got to go. Come on, this show's over. Procedure, hang on, hang on. We're getting kicked out of the studio. Come on. We've said enough. <laughs> like two small, one on each Maybe side of the scrotum <laughs> at a location that allows the surgeon uh, to bring each vas deferens to the surface. For so, yeah, I decided the old ball sack there. Yep. Bill. All right. Well, wow. um, always an education. Keep the keep the uh, uh, good 
information coming our direction. Dadcast at offtheball.com. My thanks to the two dads this week. We'll um, try and endeavour to get somebody as good as McIntyre in uh, as well next week. But it's hard. I mean, let's face it. The man, the man is, he likes to overshare. <laughs> it's not, you know. <laughs> he likes to overshare and he's funny at the same time. It's a very rare combination. We'll be back next week. Uh, subscribe, like, tell your mates, share. Good luck. <laughs>